Bienvenue à Canberra, as they used to say in my high school, which was bilingual. I am joined today by Gus McGraw. We are doing a Canberra, California special. ACT's gayest knuckleheads are in the studio to talk all things Canberra because we were celebrating the Somersault screening, as we all know, Somersault, Kate Shortland's first film that was shot in Canberra and, hold on, Jindabyne? Gungarland. Jindabai. All over the place. But it's uh, a beautiful Australian film, a Canberra film, and it's screening after this week. More on that later. But today we're doing all things Canberra. Uh, but also, not to backtrack, but June Jones, can we talk about a Canberra knockoff? Not in a negative way. I'm just saying that June Jones definitely has Canberra energy. Well, she follows me, so... Um Game recognized game. <laughs> well, anyway, um, we uh, we also have some celebrity spottings and movie news. So why don't we hit the sting, Deb, and let's talk about some famous people who are in our vicinity. Let's do it. Movie news. That's gossip. So we could start with the actual celebrity spottings in real life, or we can start with Harmony Corinne's mugshot, which we just saw. <laughs> what is he rocking right now? Just saying because Harmony Corinne is, you know, a designated bad boy, uh, my term for off Ontario. But, but I'm looking at a photo of him right now. He's been tweeted about because he's dissing Steven Spielberg. And Gus, I want to ask you, why does he look like a Jean-Luc Godard knockoff? Well, this is the dichotomy. Like, he's looked like that for ages. He was in, um, you know, that, like, really weird... Canberra Mia Wasikowska movie that Park Chan Wook made called Stoker. He was in that. He plays a he was art not, teacher. No, 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 he was what? not in that movie. Stoker is my favourite movie. Stoker is my favourite movie. That is my favourite movie. You're joking. Okay, we're actually going to get off the air and we're going to go back to mornings because we need to look this up right I now. I swear to God, he plays her art teacher in the background of like one scene. But he's had a prof- professorial, professorial vibe Aesthetic. for a while. Mm. But... He's still the same, like, literally, okay, he just started, he just made that, like, full-length Travis Scott movie with mm. Gaspar Noé, mm. and also he started a, like, gaming-slash-skateboarding-slash-like-digital-film company, which is just called Edgelord. Wow, there are really no gigs for the off Ontarians of the 90s. Uh, he's, let's move, he's grinding. Let's move back to IRL. We did spot Jacob Elordi from Euphoria at local Malaysian restaurant Hojiak. And let me just say, for all of you guys who are wondering, uh, I mean, of course, we have a lot of American actors who are on holiday slash striking because of the WGA strikes in America. What did Jacob Elordi order? There are two types of people, apparently. There are people who order spring rolls at the side of the meal and people who don't. Jacob is the latter. And I also noticed that he is a red wine drinker. I know you guys are all gagging to find out what Jacob Elordi ordered at uh, a restaurant in Sydney. But he also doesn't use chopsticks, the most controversial part of his meal. That is actually what... Is he using a fork? But I will say, I do believe, based on my observation of his paying and his typing of the card, that he might have done some American tipping of the staff, which is actually also very beautiful. Moving away from Euphoria, we did spot Troy Sivan, as we are correspondents based in Nam at the moment, as we were visiting the actor-celebrity's incense burner shop known as Sulang Yor. And I want to just say the strangest thing about the experience was when you ask the staff member who Troy Sivan is, as I did as a joke, they referred to him as a celebrity as opposed to an actor-dancer homosexual. That's weird, right? <laughs> I think we've reached the like critical mass where like Troy Sivan is actually famous now. 
but it feels wrong because I'm like, you're that twink from YouTube who like. Well, can you imagine if the staff member at Sulang Yo was like, oh, Troy Sivan's a former YouTube channel star? That would have been crazy to me, as yeah, crazy but- as celebrity. Okay, literally, apparently, Talk to Me has surpassed Uncut Gems like in income. That is YouTubers. YouTubers mm. have now, like, we're, like, in a post-YouTube society where, like, you actually don't have to experience deep shame about having been a YouTuber, and you can, like, go make, like, Bergheim, like, fisting movies, and people are like, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gus, as an experimental sound artist, I wanted to ask mm. you, what are the residuals like for YouTube? Is YouTube a big... Huge. A huge pay... Really? For- this is how I live. This is how you live, through YouTube music? Yeah, huge. Wow, you heard it so first. So good, so good. Yeah, so yeah. good, so good, so good. Okay, and then also we had Jen Atherton spotting Jane Campion, best friend oh. of the pod, uh at a chemist warehouse and it was in the flesh and the twist is there's no twist uh, she was in a rush and she ran away why but okay she's like not she's not cursed by celebrity like jane campion is a normal person we were talking about this how like bleep 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 name uh are like doing wild they're like you know having like occult sex parties in their mansions jane campion has surpassed like evil Hollywood strangeness and is just, like, a normal woman. Would you consider her to be more normal woman than Jennifer Lawrence? 100%. Because she purges her, like, weird urges in her movies. Her movies are all about, like, I'm so desperate to have relations with Harvey Keitel, mm-hmm. who looks like a toad and is, like, being mean to me. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, she's, like, putting it all out in the open. Anyone who made Top of the Lake China Girl is, like, just open about how they're feeling. So she's teaching us the most important lesson of filmmaking, which is, if you want to get off, make a movie. Show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. <laughs> show, show, don't, show in the cinema, don't show it in the bedroom. That's how it and goes. that's right. And that's Lifelessons.com. Right. Have you ever spotted someone celebi in, in the flesh IRL? And, how, and what was your reaction? Hugo Weaving lives near my house, and the other day I was carrying my friend's baby, because, you know, baby is, like, six weeks old. She's trying to carry clothes to swap, because, you know... Being a new mother, it's actually really hard to make money. So sometimes you need to sell things at swap. I was holding her baby. <laughs> like, that's the grind. That's actually the grind. Okay. Uh, I was holding her baby and Hugo Weaving came past and he looked at me and f- I I was entered into the heterosexual matrix and I went, Hugo Weaving is looking at me and going, look at that young dad caring for that child. And I... I Got so clucky. I, I got so clucky. I was seen in the eyes of... You just got recognised for something that you weren't, but, like, it felt so good that you almost became it. The celebrity world acknowledged me as a parent in Mm. a way that no one else could because I don't have a child. And that's on Gay Rights. Thank you so much for hearing our absolute celebrity spotting section. We're going to go into two takes, but we're also inspired by Enoch and Priya last week doing Pitch Off. I'm going to pitch to Gus two Canberra-based works... And we're going to see which one gets funding, because as we all know, Gus is the matriarch and has the keys to the kingdom. How do you feel about that, Gus? Should we go to a track first? Sure. I mean, I also feel, like, evil about that in that I haven't lived in Canberra in, like, three and a half years, but, like, let's go. But for the sake of all applications and grant opportunities, you are a Canberra-based Oh, no, artist. I actually still live in Canberra and I love Yeah, okay, yeah. there we go. No, we've clarified that. Do let's go ha- to a, a cheeky track. This one here is Main Character by Mung Mung. You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies with Gus, Andre, and Deb here on FBR Radio 94.5. You're listening to FBR Radio 94.5. That right there was main character by Mung Mung. I am joined in the studio. My name is Deb Marcus and I am here with Gus and Andre. And it is Movies, Movies, Movies. And we are about to pitch off. So fancy you tuning in at this fantastic time for Take Two. Take Two. Got to give credit where credit is deserved. Enoch and Priya have come up with a fan 
fambunctious. Oh, just one new word. Oh. New segment called Pitch Off. Instead of doing two takes of films that have come out, we just pitch new ones and we see which one gets funding. I'm joined by the Jack Antonoff of Sydney, Gus McGraw. Oh my okay. God. Sorry, the Jack That's Antonoff of so Canberra. Violent. And I would love to pitch to you two what I'm calling necessary Canberra texts. We're going to have to cap it with a timer because otherwise it can go on and on and on. And also we're going to pop in the text line if you want to have a bit of a, a judgment as well on Please. the pitch offs 0409 945 Let us know which pitch is popping off. All right, uh, Gus, what's the funding that I'm going for right now? The, the Canberra funding? Yeah, from, it's from you, so there must be a name of the funding. Finish this joke for me. Come on, land this plane. I actually Carol, can't landed. remember. You just were like, can <laughs> no, you... the one on the show right now that I'm pitching to you about, <laughs> not the one in real life. <laughs> Wait, what? Gus, <laughs> I'm pitching a show to you, and oh, you're the yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're oh, the I'm funding. funding. You're oh, funding. This. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm arts. <laughs> Gus is blur- blurring the lines between reality and fiction. Well, this is. Some would say that you know the the um, access to high quality um, substances by high end producers means that I'm just like blazing. Mm. Um, you know, uh, so I'm open to pitching. Mm, you're, just, you're just a money man. Well, I'm about the art. I'm about the art. So actually, like, the fact that the funding body, like, who I am, like, I don't actually care about the government. No, sorry, I was trying to focus on getting... Did you want a minute timer? Is that how long I have? Because if so, then... Well, how, l- how long do you have? Give me a minute because, you know... Can I give you a minute at 11 because angel numbers, it just feels a bit safer? Let's do that then. Let's okay, do that. Great. Okay, let's do it. Hold on a sec. I am about to swallow a burp, but... Sorry, also, let me get into... <clears throat> yep, yeah, okay, money right, mode. So- money mode. What, could, would you, do you want to give me a 3-2-1? Give me a 3-2-1. 3-2-1, bing. Pitch 1, Gangers. A semi-autobiographical Noah Bombarkian reimagining of girls set in the drowsy donut hole, a.k.a. ACT. Bella, Tallulah, Izzy, Sabrina, Josie, and another one called Oprah are the only students of Burley Griffin High who've crossed into 18-hood with everyone else who are underage. They are forced into hometown hodum. But at what cost to their sense of self and popularity? The context for their age difference is as follows. Bella must repeat a year due to an ongoing case of hallucinogenic Perception disorder from drug taking at the National Folk Festival to Lula's family work in defense, forcing her to cross into the Northern Hemisphere curriculum after his intent Darwin. Izzy sidestepped into carpentry, then returned to school after rejecting a botched Jesuit upbringing. Sabrina survived a drain flooding under the suburb of Monica and was hospitalized for a year <laughs> in brackets, potential for a casting of someone with a disability. Josie was fired as a backup dancer for Tim Matic after a disastrous AFL final, and Oprah had no luck kickstarting an homage dairy brand known as Pepe Saya Narabanda and is forced to abandon business studies at CIT for year 10 academia. Between Swimming carnivals, naplan tests, clubby and civic, and general tomfoolery of the skin's kind. These schoolyard skanks must keep their bongs clean and their sarongs pressed while navigating medicated highs, while juggling jobs at JJ's and maintaining an unhealthy relationship to promiscuity while everyone is deeply 17 and under. What ensues is a crash course in slut-shaming, abstinence... No, you're joking! Finish, 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 finish. And zero body contact in the first high school drama to not feature any sexual activity, only <laughs> netball. The six girls must move on, they're not 17, and find love games in the wisest places through community service sports sponsored by Nutrigrain and Loving Janelle Monet. theme song performed by Bag Raiders what do we think? Okay well one if people have said before that this show is alienating we've reached exciting new heights I think that's All great those. <laughs> my sister I, I'm saying this lovingly but my sister is named Bella and probably was a ganger around that time uh, went to Lake Tokenong College you know so I can I, I can relate to that I have I, many friends who've lived those predicaments I mean you know what they've said about you as well that you oh. were also a ganger yeah yeah. Me too. 
I yeah, I I know. The most famous gang is to come out of That's the, why we left. The ACT. Well give me give me the other one so I can assess yes. and write. Right. Uh, do you want the same timer? I'll get the same timer and I just want to also preface because I didn't preface it before. This one is probably more industry appropriate. Okay. I also have to say I hate Noah Baumbach, but Alright. Well I, I, I thought it'd be a Greta Gerwigy and Teg and I was like, she's too much in the zeitgeist at the moment and so yeah. and Noah maybe needs a bit of cash because there might be another divorce coming, you never know. Oh she's got that Narnia money. Shout out to Madagascar too. Are you ready? Oh, Give me shit. a three, two, one. Three, two, one. Ba-boom. Dot, dot, dot. Musical, the series, the miniseries, the drag the packed theatre emerging writers development program is a biopic of epically stand proportions following the famed drag artists of the transgender experience, etc., etc. Humble beginnings as a burgeoning ellipsis in Canberra. Shopper Ida's Lukash Jal in deeply shallow focus of the 1.1 kind. This is a European art house hybrid work targeting the French staff of Tlopia Park School and nobody else. In this mixed media theatre <laughs> performance performed as a Nan Golden slideshow of pics, we move with affection from etc. first live shows at Trinity Barge, the wretched underbelly of Canberra's one drag club. It's a battle to the top made easier by etc. Just leaving for better luck on a big jet plane to the watery bays of San Francisco. The twist is she's gorgeous, but he can't. Identity crisis ensues, co- creating a complex victimhood ensues of the I'm straight because I fuck queens in drag, but never in civilian garb. Therefore, it's not gay. Nature in a camp reconnaissance worthy of Demi Lovato's cameo appearance as a social worker from Santa Monica who tells etc. to say sorry, not sorry. Etc.'s journey is made more palpable by a live tweeting component where lobotomized gays can judge and critique two different things. Her every advantage selection towards a heartwarming something 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 dark side of a take on dragging Canberra the theme song is performed by California Girls featuring Safia <laughs> <laughs> well okay default that one I think that was such a cherry on like, top like get ready pitches that one I has more star power of the Demi Lovato kind so it might be more financially viable star power you can say it's a retelling of Somersault because it starts in Canberra and moves and to a she escapes which I also have to say Kate Shortland love you know successful why do you hate Canberra so much? It starts where she's in the most no-name place ever, aka Canberra, where I'm from, which it's true, it's boring. And then she leaves. That sounds compelling, though. I also think we need to we need to challenge... This is... Okay, I'm in finance mode. I'm in... <laughs> let's go. Yeah, give me a script edit right now. <clears throat> I think... Coughing into the mic is so disgusting, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, we all have undiagnosed COVID here. Oh, uh, Okay, so I think that... That pitch is great. We also need to... I mean, we're speaking of lobotomized gays. I'm really, like, alienating any support we'll have. But, like, as two, as two queer-identifying bodies in this space, mm-hmm. and anyone else maybe as well in this space, the Mardi Gras Film Festival, who cares? Like, how many oh. gay guys can be like, I'm scared to come out, but now I'm in love? Boring. Let's have a movie where someone is just having a really bad time. Like, you know what? Let's have a movie where, like, a trans girl just, like, milks her tits on stage. Oh, wait. Patty Harrison has already done it. Patty, like, they should cut the entire Mardi Gras Film Festival. Theatre Camp, who cares? Oh, I just saw it last night, though. And Patty Patty Harrison's in it. it. And you know what's funny is that Patty Harrison is now being typecast as an evil villain from a corporate world. Patty Harrison should be. They should let her make, like, 50 movies a year. She should star in all of them, and they would all be good, even if she wrote them on the fly. Gus, what if I replaced Demi Lovato with Patty Harrison in my... F- in dot, 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 not... No, dot, you, dot, need dot, musical, you need the star power. You need the star power. You need the star power, And is she yeah. the one who speaks to ghosts? Who, Patty Harrison or Demi Lovato? Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato speaks to ghosts, that's right. But also Kesha as well. We have options here. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes. yeah. I think this is a much better... Pit- I kind of lost my thread on the Mardi Gras Film Festival, so I just kind no, of, like, no, spoke it's, it's, shit. It's beautiful. It's, it's called The Drag. We're talking about drag right now. We're talking about camera. Yeah, you know, it's... I, yes. I am always glad when the queer film festival brings 
the bait that I want uh, that features the trans and like queer comedians that I like. I'm thinking if the mm, queer if mm, queer screen mm. wants to bring a Bowen Yang biopic or wants to bring like a Matt Rogers thing or like a Pat Regan thing or a Patty Harrison thing, I am there with bells on during the screening and I'm making lots of noise. And I'm fine with that, but I mostly echo your feelings as well. Mm. It also must be so hard, y'all. Why do we even need to have a queer screen festival? Oh my god, I digress. Put on a song to shut me up is all I have to say. Well, How are we going to decide? Well, which oh, true. Okay, you can you can text in 0409945945. I think it's a great in. idea. Would you prefer dot 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 musical the series, the miniseries, the drag on the Pact Theatre Emerging Divided Development Program, or would you prefer gangers? An so dot 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 or gang is 0409945945. If you have just started listening, then we are just in time for the verdict of pitch off on take two this week. We have had some very hard decisions about dot dot dot. Wait, uh, can we repeat the titles? I feel like so. Oh my, the titles are so long. Yeah. Sorry, the title is dot 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 musical. The series, the mini series, the drag con, the packed theater emerging writers development program. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna. Yeah. And thank then you, there's, thank and, you then for there's it. and then the other one was just called the other one was just called Gangers um, as a play on girls. Beautiful. Well, so if people want to, you can text in 0409945945. Help me, the great funding body, decide um, who who gets funding of these two Andre projects. I also do want to say quickly, just to give you time to decide and get those votes in. I couldn't sleep. Okay, today's Monday. Monday Sunday night. Saturday night, I like could not sleep, and I kept having this recurring, like kind of. You know when you can't sleep and you're like thinking in your dreams, like you're kind of thinking dreams. You know, yeah, you get like a a a very liquid soup rumination state. One hundred percent. Yeah. Andre was talking about pitching camera films for some reason in my head. I was like, oh my god, I have the perfect camera film. You know that, you know that movie from uh, the two thousands that was like that Owen Wilson, Jackie Chan, like cowboy movie called Shanghai Noon. I actually I do recall. It's epic. Never seen it, but I was like. Okay, for some reason when I was asleep, I was like, this is the best idea ever. They should do a third one, because there was Shanghai Nights, the second one. I haven't seen either of these And because movies. Jackie Chan grew up in Canberra. Went Jackie Chan school. grew up really? in Canberra. Girls, give me a high five Jackie Chan. Well, okay, no my, my pitch, I was like, Shanghai tea. Like, high tea. Oh. Because uh, mm. my, my family, whenever we had, like, a fancy event in Canberra, we'd go to the Hyatt Hotel, and they had a... Um, high tea which was just a all-you-can-eat buffet but with like scones and we we're like ooh, fancy and then so i was like shanghai tea they come to the future and because of the occult shapes of Canberra, you know it's all circles and stuff they kind of get summoned through the present so like cowboy owen wilson and cowboy jackie channa in canberra kind of talking through politics um i thought it was a great idea but then i realized high tea doesn't just exist in the hyatt hotel in canberra it's kind of a universal concept no mm-hmm. don't let that mm-hmm. limit you thank you, know? you. Uh, i just like the pun shanghai tea i was like oh my question is, can we make it a game show and can Michelle Visage host? Yes. I think that's the way to go because a high tea could also yeah. be like a, a bitch Oh, off, that's you know a high I mean? tea. Maybe we yeah. get RuPaul on Okay, wait, Andre, to... we get your gay. Okay, oh, right, like... okay, sorry, fine. Anyway, back to, back to, the, back to the business, let's be honest, okay? Uh, we're going to go to Spotlight right now because we do want to talk about two exciting movements, uh, but I think we have a sting to kind of like usher us in. Spotlight. We got to mention that best friend of the pod, Kate Shortland, a director of Somersault, and more importantly, I'm actually, I'm going to throw to you what what film of hers is more important than Somersault? Could it be Berlin Syndrome or could it be Black Widow? I know that Enoch loves Black Widow. 
Um, Never ask us a question live on air. <laughs> to each, uh, to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Well, regardless, Somersault by Kate Shawlan is screening tomorrow night for free at Afters in the main theatre. It's a free screening of a 35mm print, and Kate's going to be there en personne talking uh, in conversation about her practice and also what it was like to study at Afters. I mean, a free 35mm screening is actually kind of hard to resist, and if Kate's going to be there in person, you got to get down to AFTRS. Right? Oh, Anyone? Beautiful. Any takers? 100%. <laughs> no, it's the, the library there is also so sweet. They're so good. Totally. I love that library. Shout out to Raquel Caballero. But we also wanted to spotlight ourselves. We're growing up. We're moving to a show. Farewell movies, farewell cinema, and farewell pre-records and farewell segments. So we're going live, baby. Sunday Night Live. Oh my god. We are live right now. We are live right. Well, you know it's live, but it's it's all written in my head already. Um, Yeah, true. true, On a certain date that we can't disclose, with a certain crew that we can't disclose, (laughs) we haven't got the contracts written up. uh, We are going from lame to fame, and we're putting movies, movies, movies through into the big boots, and we're going to do a seven to seven thirty show. Everything you've ever expected from movies, movies, with an extra ten minutes <laughs> of, so of, of of allowed and permissed permission to continue talking, as opposed to us trying to do these one minute pitch offs. I mean, we want to get at least you get ten minute pitch offs. I think we get ten minute pitch offs next time. What do you think? Yeah, we're going to be playing out scenes. I think so too. You've got to practice your breathing for that because, like that pitch off, oh. you know, mm. it's going to get tantric. Maybe, yeah, Wim Hof episode. Maybe if we're doing like a live show, maybe we should have a house band, and maybe it should be. Oh. Cal- California girls. <laughs> I can't really play. I can't vibe live on a laptop. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, you've never done a DJ set before? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh. Anyway, we did want to send um send a little love message to all the listeners who have supported us over the years, to FBI, who have supported us, to Maya Billick, to Bradley Tanner. Bradley Tanner was the original uterus that birthed this bad boy. And also to Enoch Priya, Gus Bruce, Jen, Tanya, and all the producers that have come before us. Deb, you are the nanny of the show and you're chaperoning us into the next stage so we I appreciate that um, and also shout out to our favourite nanny Scarlett Johansson oh yeah that's right was Wait, she a nanny in? she was a nanny in it wasn't made in Manhattan it was that's um, Brittany she, Murphy isn't it? that was not Brittany Murphy that was Scarlett Johansson they do both have brilliant curls. We're going to have a fight about this on stage. Oh, no, no, no. Don't get out the receipts. Do not shame me in the house. <laughs> Go in, with the pearl In earrings. the house of criticism. Do not shame me in, in the house of critic. Okay. It's it is confirmed. Yeah. We love Go with the pearl earring. Bring your pearls. Bring your girls to Sunday nights where you will be seeing us in a couple of weeks' time. Let us concoct. Let us plan. Let us brew. Let us season. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks hopefully with uh, 30 minutes of radio, but we'll also still be doing the segment until then. You know what, Deb? We need to have a conversation off air, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Are there any final thoughts, reflections about the listeners? Didn't you have some... There were some people who were texting the same time every week, and, you know, have we summoned any sort of, like, long-distance friendships of of love or maybe a little bit of discordance? No? We... Oh, my God. Funny, funny that you bring that up. We had one person who went off the rails, who was a frequent listener and a frequent tester, texter, and tester, testing our patience. But we stopped hearing from them after COVID. So oh, okay. to, the, to, to, no. the, to the unknown, to the forgotten soldier, to the silent soldier supporting our show. Yeah, sometimes the mystery is better better left unsolved. But well, 
speaking of unsolved mysteries, do we decide which one of my projects oh, shit, is being true. lifted off, or are you just going to like send me to the curb again? <laughs> well, I mean, the way that the the way that the industry is going, actually, it feels unlawful to. Um, to take on a project right now, you know, oh there's God. a strike going on. Oh Why God. are you as a writer pitching right now? <laughs> That's actually really disgusting. I'm not unionized. <laughs> oh no. So what's the verdict? I vote. They, they both go to the bin. I think. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to plot twist. I'm going to go gangers because I want I want Tim and Maddox to make a reference in the mainstream, and I think I'm going to go against my gut instincts. And, and also, gangers. I think Zach Efron has had too much stage time with his 17 again, so I yeah. need a neutral brain supported yes, position this time. Yes. You know, Iron Man, but this time Iron Woman, you know, so wow. just saying. Couldn't say it better myself. And that's on Iron Woman. <laughs> Love you guys. We'll you see you next time. We'll be posting the details of the new slot for Movies, Movies, Movies on our programs page at fbiradio.com forward slash programs. Click on Monday mornings with me, Deb Marcus, and you will see all the fantastic details so you can continue catching up on all the high tea on Movies, oh, Movies, oh, Movies. Oh, 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 <laughs> We get it. Gus is Woo. just going to fund their own project. <laughs> it's not even going to be dots. Yeah. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.